0: Every time bus, we come
1: into a stadium,
2: stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that we come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You know. Right. We right. We
3: right. We right. We That's right. on One, two, three. Let's Back in role play Wednesday edition of the program 303-831-1340, the Go Fast hotline and text line. We appreciate you guys being with us, the interaction, the participation. It's always good. We got Terry from Cali on hold. We'll get him in one second here, okay? Um, a lot to take care of in this second hour. I'm wondering, um, by a process of elimination, the Broncos have 10 candidates. We had like 13 or 14 for them total yesterday. Uh, But Dan Quinn was one of the only guys who I really think and felt like fits all of the things that they're looking for. Plus, on top of all that kind of stuff, Dan Quinn and George Payton have some kind of relationship that goes back quite a bit of ways. Um, And I think ultimately that has the biggest factors, those two guys relationship together. That's underrated here and maybe even unknown in all of the conversation that everyone has kind of been talking about. So um, this is one of those, hey, we're good friends and this is the perfect storm in our lives that we have to kind of uh, come together and do this thing together. I would bet a lot of money right now that Dan Quinn's the next head coach of the Broncos. This is like a minus 250, a minus 350 to me. This is like the next closest candidates uh, plus 500, and that would be, I don't even know who it would be, the next closest candidate. So that's just where I'm at, what I think. Let's see what Terry has to say from Cali. Terry, what's up, bro? What's
2: up, Danny? What's up, hey, Danny? I'm thinking. I'm thinking I agree with you, but let me let me start with this. Okay. The Rooney rule is the most dumbest rule I've ever heard of. Like, I just don't get it. I understand, and you know, I'm African American. You know how, so of course, you want the people to get, you want African Americans, or excuse me, minorities to get opportunity at the job. But if they're qualified, that's fine. But if I'm an owner or if I'm a business person, I shouldn't be forced to do a token interview. So we got, we got 10 candidates, and what, two of them are, maybe three of them are, are African Americans. It's a joke. I, they should just get rid of the rule. Like, just hire who you want to hire, and you know that should be the end of it. Because well, you're it, just, you're just.
3: It's like Bernie Mac said, "Blackjack might as well call it White Jack."
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I heard you talking <laughs> about the ownership group. Yeah. I, I don't want. At some point, you know how if you if you ever dated somebody right that's got kids and they're not your kids, right? When the relationship is over, you, you don't really have nothing to do. With the kids anymore, most yeah, of the time, yeah, like you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like if just the kids, at some point you just have to cut ties, right? So, in relation to Denver and John Elway, we got to cut ties, man. I- I'm sorry, he's done with he, he's done with he's done. I get it; he was a great quarterback. i forever, be, you know, he, he got Peyton Manning, but I just don't want him to have anything to do with the organization anymore. Why? I would rather have I would rather have Peyton Manning be, be his mind. Fresh your
3: mind. Well, do you know what I think? Listen, I I respect your opinion big time as much as anyone ever hits us. But my thought on John is like anything he's ever done, he's always done it like at a championship level. So, do you know what I think? He'd find a way as an owner. To win it's a championship or two, but then, I don't know, you know, as John gets older, he's, you know what, John's dad was a scout, a great one, an all-timer, you know, so John's very, very old school, so if you want to make the argument that John's, you know, old school and Peyton's still kind of part of a new school, kind of what the NFL is today, um, I'll I'll hear you, but, you know, I I wouldn't, (laughs) again, I think people think here for one. Maybe to support your argument, people think, "Oh, it's John Elway. He has to own this team. Why wouldn't he?" That's the best choice. I don't think that. That's the case. And I actually think that Peyton Manning would be a better owner. I think the man. In court, yeah. I think Peyton is um, incredibly smart and brilliant. I think uh, he'd make really smart, calculated, good decisions. And if I could pick between the two, I think for me, I would take Peyton. But I don't know that it's as simple as that.
1: Yeah, I
2: don't. I, yeah, I don't know who's all in the group because, of course, they're not going to tell us that. But, but I just want—I told you before, man. I don't want anybody around that was around when the, uh, yeah, the food were segregated. You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't want no football coach that was around when, when, when they were drinking from when we were drinking from different water fountains. Yeah, man, give me some, give me some fresh meat.
3: All right, I man, agree. Thanks, you, man. Terry. Appreciate, Appreciate you, bro. All right, bye. Love that dude. All right, what do you think about what he had to say? Well, he's
4: always coming with the heat, but um I'm I'm with him. I don't think I, I want John Elway
3: involved. I think uh you know, Why? He, Why would we want him? John has given this franchise everything. Without John sure. Elway, this franchise might be the Detroit Lions or the Cleveland Browns. I'm not
4: taking anything away from John Elway, but his last few years as the GM, it didn't really work yeah, out but too well. Yeah, but just because the quarterback situation, he cannot draft a quarterback
3: to save his life. Yeah, but John and Elway the, the, if he's going to own coaching the team John Elway helped hand it out to George Payton. So if John was to buy the team, he's not going to then take it away from George Payton. Right. And I, 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 I'm I, I'm certain that if this was to ever go down and John, who I think is a long shot to be an owner anyway for this franchise, he wouldn't have any say in personnel and draft board and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, i hope
4: not. I, well, what do you mean? Well, he's a good businessman. You know, sure. Maybe ownership would be a better role for him than... A GM type role. Other than that, Ponzi team president, president stuff type that
3: role. He got mixed in. Okay, so um, okay, so you're then I'll make the case for John, and you make the case for Peyton. Do we have any role play Wednesday? You know, music or anything? Should we come back to it on the other side? Maybe I think we should. Okay, then let's keep going with what we got going. Zach, I didn't get your other candidate. You said Nathaniel Hackett was, was he your A, number one candidate, or your yeah. B?
0: And I, I think with good reason. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they all have some warts, but I, I do think he is the most appealing. And the offensive thing is so huge. I don't think that should be understated. It's a lot easier to uh, replace that defensive side of the ball through coordinating Let me ask you this real just quick. just hold on to a guy for a while. You
3: like Nathaniel Hackett. They, in Green Bay, have Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. Yeah. Brian Callahan who they requested uh, permission to talk to this morning, officially. Um, He's 37 years old, has a lot of Nathaniel Hackett-like things on the resume. However, they developed and have turned Joey Burrow into uh, maybe the next MVP of the league. You give more credit to Nathaniel Hackett, who has one of the five greatest quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League.
0: I think it's 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 you've got uh, uh, a <laughs> sorry. You've got uh, No, you're good. You've got a uh, uh, Burrow right. Like I, I don't think Callahan the development made of Burrow's Burrow not better than the we already had this Burrow group. at LSU. Everyone knew the guy was a genius. He was a superstar. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. There's some credit for developing him. But I've seen what Callahan is when Burrow like Burrow was a good quarterback last year, and the offense was dreadful. It's taken finding multiple, maybe not generational, but multiple superstar talents on offense for. That thing to finally click. I've seen him with poor offensive talent. I've also seen Hackett with poor offensive talent in Jacksonville, and like, yeah, those Jacksonville offenses weren't great. But I do think Hackett did a much better job elevating that poor Jacksonville talent who's, than Callahan did elevating the poor Bengals. Who's your next? Team. Now best. the Bengals are like one of the most talented offenses.
3: Who's your next best candidate?
0: It might be Quinn in that second spot, okay. but I know we've been okay. talking about Quinn a lot, no, that's so okay. I'd say I'd throw out Kellen Moore. Um, Kellen Moore. The lack of experience concerns me, but he's actually. I just sent out this tweet on this. In terms of total head coaching experience, he only had, or not head coaching, total coaching experience. He's only spent four years as a coach, which is the second least out of any of the Broncos candidates. Mm-hmm. However, spending three years as an offensive coordinator and two years as a play caller, only three candidates: Hackett, who's been around forever; Beany, who's been around forever; uh, Dan Quinn. Those are the three uh, have more coordinating or play calling experience. Kellen- Kellen Moore. Moore is interesting Moore is to me. Ingenious, sorry.
3: Because people consider him the next great offensive mind in the NFL, McVeigh-like, and a, on a whole nother level than like even these other really good candidates. That's appealing about Kellen Moore, and I think the Broncos could have Kellen Moore if they wanted. And I'd put Kellen Moore higher on my list than Nathaniel Hackett. I think because I don't know how to measure Nathaniel Hackett without the Aaron Rodgers factor. And I don't mean him coming here. I mean how much of his success is due to Aaron Rodgers, who I think is who is the greatest statistical quarterback in NFL history and who I think is one Super Bowl win away from Elway, and Joe Montana-like tier, territory. Um, that's it. That's my thought. That's my thought on those guys, so.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's really I true. like
3: Hackett, and I like he, how he's different. If you heard him talk, the guy's different.
0: He's different, and he's, again, I think he's, what I love about him is we've seen, I think he has elevated lesser talent, which is nice. That's a box to check. He has more experience, which is a nice box to check. And again, uh, he's pretty creative in, okay, everyone's double and triple teaming Devontae Adams. How are we still going to get him 10 yards of separation? Like, that's, being um, brilliant in your designs, knowing how to manipulate a defense, so like Devontae Adams should never be wide open on that offense because everyone. You don't think Lefleur is brilliant? I do think Lefleur, and that's that's my biggest concern with Hackett. Well, me it's too. Less so it's less so how much of this is Rogers because I've seen him without Rogers. For me, it's more so how much of this is Lefleur. Listen, that's I, my big concern. I would say, and they all have warts again. Le,
3: Lefleur, the Kellen Moore is closer to the Lefleur.
0: Yeah, I, I. Okay, it's, it's much friskier. more closer
3: to then being Lafleur than Nathaniel Hackett is. That's what I think.
0: I think, think you're, right, and it's a bigger swing. I think Kellen Moore is more upside. I also think he has more bus potential. Again, we're talking about a guy who's. I mean, he's risen so fastly through the ranks for a reason. Yeah. He's a genius. It's like McVeigh you brought up. McVeigh was running. You know, he has added his own wrinkles, but it's all off that Shanahan kind of tree. For sure, Moore's running unique stuff we haven't seen. Like it's wildly inventive. Yeah. The guy is is on a whole different level. I like Kellen Moore, um, but man, again, four years of coaching experience. Period. That's high school coaching experience, college coaching experience, being an offensive assistant. How old is Kellen Thirty.
3: 7 uh, or 38? I, I don't know that to be true. 30s, I mean, let me look.
0: Let 34, 35. Really? Is he that young? He, he came out of college. I, I'm just writing on him now. He came out of college no, in you're right. 2011-ish or so, and then was a backup for a few seasons. And he's then 33.
3: Damn, that is young.
0: That's my thing. Super young. Now, Damn. again, more experienced as a play caller and coordinator than more than half of the Broncos candidates. So he, he's not like hyper inexperienced or something but man I loved him in college
3: man experience. he was great in college he was he a great was. college player an all-time college quarterback
0: the original Brett Ripon.
3: he was I mean he was one of those guys who now it's like it seems like it's, some dude just broke the single season touchdown mark for yeah this year in a bowl game I don't know who it was I to think about it
0: Zappy Bailey Zappy
3: that's I'm right sure. okay all right um let's go to break and come back Uh, 303 831 1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. We're going to pick the wild card games with the Hooters girls. Uh, We have a lot to get into, just a few segments left worth the show. We appreciate the interaction and participation. Fill the text line up. Jake will catch up with some of those on the other side, and the calls have been good today, too. So 303 831 1340, Danny Williams, Jake Minor, Zach Sager, the Smiley Sports. Go play
0: Wednesday, Wednesday.
3: Are you ready to be dominated? Back in on a role play Wednesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. The hotline the go fast energy drink text line. Pretty simple. It's great acting. Jake will play a role. I will play a role. And Zach will judge the better and uh, and more convincing actor. Jake is going to start by playing the role of Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning's ownership group. I will play the role of the great John Elway. And I will explain why my ownership group reigns supreme. Jake, I'm sorry, Peyton who am I talking to, Joe? Joe, like the you're ownership? talking to uh, Joe Ellis and the Bolin family and NFL.
4: Okay, okay. Hey Bones, hey Joe, it's me again. We had some great history. Um, you know that Super Bowl Fifty. How could you not want Super Bowl Fifty? The gold that was beautiful. Uh, it was a nice run. Um, but Manning, the Manning brand itself is more than just Peyton Manning. We've got Archie Manning. We've got Eli Manning we got myself. We've got the future of the Mannings. There's so much great greatness with the Manning name. And I feel like if you would allow me to be a part of this ownership group, me and my people, we could make this Broncos franchise back to what it was when I was quarterbacking this team. I'll work with George Payton. I'll work with whoever you bring in, whoever, whoever buys the new, uh, whoever we work with. Whoever we need to get this money, we'll make it work. And I, and I will be the face of this franchise. <clears throat> Good for you, bud.
3: All right. Good for you, bud. I think this one's pretty simple. I'm the great John LA. Okay? This franchise, the roads here in Denver were dirt roads when I came here all those years ago. This city was second-rate, second-class. It was a nothing city, a flyover city. Not only did I make this franchise into a legacy stalwart uh, Steelers and Green Bay Packers-like brand, I made this city into one of the great cities in all of America. I'm John L.A. am the Denver Broncos. There is no Denver Broncos. They don't exist without me, okay? Anything I've ever touched here has turned to gold. Except your quarterbacks. Uh, It's never perfect. It's never going to be perfect. But do you know what? Just like with those three Super Bowls that we got blown out in, We left on a high note, won those Super Bowls. Just like that Super Bowl that Peyton and those guys lost to the Legion of Boom, we went out on that high note. And just like when I take this team over as an owner, I will lead this team to glory once again. Yeah! Zach, can you uh, grade us and pick a winner of that?
0: man it's tough it's tough i thought both of you were very convincing and and both of you have uh, made good points at the end of the day i i think i might have to go with jake because damn it he's right not everything always touched his turn to gold damn. i think it's pretty clear there's been quite a lot of garbage and i don't know elway's probably more suited to be an nfo owner i think he's got more experience in that business realm even in the front office realm than Manning, I'm not convinced that Manning would be a good owner. I think he's uh, probably like Elway had his disasters, but I mean that's about as good as a player to GM thing can work. Uh, Manning would probably be an even bigger okay. disaster. However, I, I uh, Jake sold me. I felt like I was there with the Mannings. Though he does get penalized for forgetting
3: Cooper. How can you forget Cooper? <sighs> that's pretty messed up. He's the coolest one. I said of said the future of the Mannings, but I didn't. I didn't say by name. Okay, okay. Check this out. Jake will play the role of Doug Peterson i will be playing the role of dan quinn okay jake would you like me to start or would you like to start i'm sorry doug uh well i went first last time so you go first all right my name is dan quinn i heard an interview for the broncos position Uh, I'm the best candidate. It's very clear what they've able to do with the Legion of Boom stuff. Uh, Second and called plays for those guys. Okay? Uh, Worked under the great Pete Carroll legend. Legendary figure. And actually, uh, one of the great master motivators of men. One of the great football coaches ever of a generation uh, is Pete Carroll. uh, Pro or collegiate. I did that. Uh, Took over a Falcons team that I think is very much in the same kind of conditions as uh, the current Raiders, the current Vikings, and even these current Broncos. They need direction. They need leadership. They need Someone who's gonna um, uh, put a light of fire, okay, and uh, and and raise the expectations, the championship level expectations of this franchise again. Uh, not to be discounted is my development of so many young guys, so 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 many young guys from all of those Legion of Boom guys to being able to to to, to the great young Kyle Shanahan. Okay, to then uh, dig some Parsons. Parsons, uh, a, a rookie this year, I have playing as maybe the second or third best defensive player in the entire National Football League. Uh, tell me. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that I'm the best available candidate out there on the market, Denver Broncos. I think you should act quick, swoop me up, sign me, do whatever it takes, because if not, I'm going to go uh, and be playing against you, and you don't want that. Doug? All right, George Payton, Doug Peterson here.
4: Yeah. Super, hey, Doug. Super, super Bowl champion. Hey, Doug. Um, and here's, here's why you should hire me. You guys need a quarterback, right? You guys definitely need a quarterback. I've seen it. I've played with it. I've been with Brett Favre when he won a Super Bowl. I was with Dan Marino back in the day with the Miami Dolphins. So I know what great quarterbacks look like. And I can find the next great quarterback to be the captain of this Denver Broncos team. I know what it takes. I've won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback at Nick Foles. I can make this offense hum again, and we will win another Super Bowl here in Denver with me as your head coach. I will bring in the right coordinator so this defense will not falter. It might even be better with the guys I bring in than it was with Vic Fangio's defense. I've got those types of connections in this league. I'm the right person for this job, and I will bring the Denver Broncos back to prominence. Okay.
3: Zach, what'd you think? You like uh, again, the, my role as Dan Quinn, um, or do you like his you know, role?
0: Listening to the back and forth okay. uh, uh, with you guys. I'm a Peterson fan personally, but okay. but removing my bias from this and what personally i think the bronco should do i think that round has to go to you dan. let's go i i the, you you had the dan quinn fire there. yes and you brought up the important points on leadership and young talent cultivation and i will say because i was critiquing dan quinn earlier okay Everything I've heard, like I've had people, I'm not the most well-sourced person, but I've had sources going out of their way to reach out to me to gush about this man's uh, leadership ability and how beloved he is by all of his former players. Um, So I I thought that was an excellent point you brought up.
3: Thank you. Okay. Lastly, how about... How about um, you are... The Green Bay Packers, Jake. Your Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I am the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tell me why you, in thirty-five seconds to forty-five seconds, are the best team in the NFL and why you will go on to win a Super Bowl.
4: Okay. We've got healthy wide receivers as this this team. We got the arguably the best receiver in the league with Devontae Adams, and pair that up with. Quite potentially the MVP of the league, back-to-back MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers. And a solid running game. Two great running backs with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. One of the best secondaries in this league. a, A pretty good pass rush. We've got a complete team here in Green Bay. And in the NFC, I don't think there's anybody that can stand a chance against us Green Bay Packers. So Aaron Rodgers, he is right on the cusp every year of winning that Super Bowl. He is hungry for another Super Bowl, and that will carry us to our next Super Bowl. And you're the Bucks now.
3: Uh, I'm Tom Brady, man, got the coach that is the hottest coach in the NFL, does and says all the right things, strictly business. Uh, got Gronk, got a defense, has a bunch of grown man professionals on it. We're not that kind of group to, um live in the past. we got a bunch of pro guys. We're kind of what the Rams were trying to do those years ago, a few years ago, when they're just adding all this beef, all these beefcakes everywhere. Uh, perfect, per, perfect group of men. Um, Lewis guys like Godwin, but we don't skip a beat. Tom Brady has won Super Bowls with guys like Troy Brown and Rache Caldwell, so I don't kind of have uh, the cream of the crop of the wide receiver. Um, Fournette will give me just enough when the playoffs come around. Green Bay always falls short it's what they do. There's no connection between the ten years ago win that they won when they were a six and six team that won the next eight games to be a wild card team that won their Super Bowl hundred years ago to what they are now. Uh, It feels like right now, a little bit like last year when we should have acknowledged the Buccaneers as the best team in the NFL. And when they won it, we're like, oh, yeah, we knew they were the best team in the NFL the whole year. Uh, It feels like that's what is happening again. And uh, I think um, that that's it. The defense rests.
0: Ooh, I think this is the toughest
3: one yet. Uh Yeah. I just can't get over
0: all the weapons the Bucks are missing on the offensive side of the ball. Ultimately, like I'm, I'm with you. Bring up some good points, Danny. But I,
3: I still I good go tight with ends. Right still
0: now. Mike Evans. It's fair, but man, Godwin and, and Brown are some big losses. I, I, that's that's hard to look past. Yeah, but especially like when the the Green Bay has had the better offense all year. Rod, you brought up. The, I mean, you said it perfectly. I'm I'm Tom Brady. You know, but listen, just but, my last uh, my goodness, last stand
3: would be. That there's just Devontae Adams too, and a Valdez Scantling and a Lazard. Those are just guys. Besides Devontae Adams, you still have Mike Evans, who's the first receiver in NFL history to go first eight years of his career with a thousand yards. You still have two really good tight ends. This Grayson kid is kind of some unsung hero. Seems like about to be the next great playoff hero. And all the all the Packers do in these big moments is. Is Jenna Jameson.
0: Oh, man. You might have won me back there. I might have to flip my boat because I. <laughs> I think you're you're right. You bring up a good point about the weapons. Yes. And Brady uh, with his back against Who the Who does more with, with these, less? He's, he's been doing good. Hey, Brady's never been oh, like, man, oh, I'm yeah.
3: mad at the general manager. He's Jerry Krause because he didn't give me any of these receivers. Blah. They draft K- Ni- Niall Henry. K- Niall what, Henry. Thank you. Thank you. They, thank you. And Tom knows he's a piece of trash. And Tom just is like, I'll make them, I'm going to throw it to our sixth round guy. Don't worry. We're going to throw it to Edelman again. <laughs> Come on. All right, I'm, I'm going to ask you.
4: He already made his decision. He said, uh, he said the Packers, it, it, it's too late. The deliberations are over. The, the court <laughs> shh, is adjourned. I
3: can't hear you. I'm like, shh. All right. I'll go Tampa. Yes, go! E- yeah! All right, let's get uh, Natasha in here. The Hooters girls in here. Let's go to break. Come back and pick these games. All of us are going to pick these wildcard games, so I need Zach to have a peek at... Um, I don't know, man. These lines, uh, I'm sure he has already. And we'll see who's the best wild card weekend picker amongst the spread with uh, the Hooters girls back on their side of Smiley Sports. Back in, it's 10.34 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center with Natasha from Hooters Aurora. Hello. Hello. How are you?
1: I am so good. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for being here.
3: Yeah. We appreciate you.
1: I love being here. When
3: out there, uh, you were boning up. You uh, got your notepad and you were like, um, it's hard to not be focusing on the Broncos. Yeah.
1: yeah. And
3: to now be forced to kind of look at some of the other games.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been <laughs> talking about the Broncos for so long. So I'm yeah. just like so used to it now. now we're talking about other teams. i yeah. like, oh, this is... Got to do extra study now. <laughs> uh,
3: you know you're a, a pro now, so I think you'll be able to handle it. But the yeah. wild card weekend, they say, is um, you know one of the best weekends of football, and one of the best sports weekends of the year. So uh, it just seems like it this year. There's like um, lots of really good matchups because in previous years, you there's some more lopsided, you know, some more being lopsided games with you could kind of see it coming. But also every single year on wildcard weekend is a ton of upsets. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of happens this weekend. We'll talk about it. OK, but you sat on the break, the Broncos fired their head coach. Yes, Vic yeah. Fangio was fired. What did you think about that?
1: Um, I think everyone knew that it was coming. Yeah. I think even he probably knew that it was coming. Um, not too disappointing. Hopefully next season will be even better with a new coach. And I mean, maybe we'll get a new quarterback as well. Waiting for Aaron Rodgers. Just saying.
3: No, for real. (laughs) I think everybody is. That's like a real, that's a dream. I think, I don't know if, if you could put a percentage, Jake, on the likelihood that Aaron Rodgers becomes a Bronco. I'd probably go 10 to 15 percent. That's pretty good. Zach, give me a percentage, a likelihood that you think Aaron Rodgers could become the quarterback.
0: I think it's right there. Yeah, ten percent, fifteen percent. I would have said higher maybe a week or two ago. Why? Here's recent comments about Gutfeld's like going out of his way to to praise the guy, praise what he's been doing in Green Bay, and then also talk about it in a way where I, I believe he said, um, "I don't want to leave them waiting around. I'm going to give them an answer pretty quick after yeah. the season." That makes me think he's already got his answer, and the fact that he's talking so positively, I think that answer is
3: he's going to stick. I'm open to
0: saying right. I now, think I'd so say, too it's more likely than not that he stays in Green Bay. And even if he leaves, who knows if it's Denver or a different team.
3: I I agree. I think he was last year when on draft night, people were saying there's almost a trade going down for him, and people got really excited. We don't know who got cold feet. We don't know if it was the Broncos who didn't offer enough. We don't know if it was Green Bay who just said – No, we can't do it. We're just gonna ride out this ship, and we're gonna, you know, put you know, make him be the bad guy if he doesn't want to play football this year. Or it could have been Aaron Mm Rodgers who was like, "Okay, guys, I'll come back for one more." Like, you know, no, you know, uh, scaring them to death. Yeah. But then ultimately going back, Um, we don't know what you know where you know where it all shook out there. We do know now it's feeling like he's going back there, but. I think the Russell Wilson stuff's real Mm -hmm. because they've kind of had hit a rock bottom. Green Bay is the best team in the NFL right now. You could argue. Probably they are. Um, Russell Wilson's going to play football somewhere else next year. And I think that there's a chance that they move on from Pete Carroll in Seattle, their head coach as well. So Russell Wilson's like the new dream. Mm -hmm. He's a great player. You know, Sierra?
1: Um, I she do not know. Is she before your time? I don't, I don't think... Do I? Maybe.
3: You got that one, Sierra so Autum <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
1: know, if, I know.
3: Let me see One Two Step. Yeah, That's everyone her. knows
1: that song. <laughs> really? That's her one. She does. Okay, yeah. But she's
3: married one. to Russell Wilson. Did you know that?
1: Oh, no, I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> Have you heard of Mr. Unlimited? You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. It doesn't make any sense even, right? Okay, no. well, we'll <laughs> play that too, so it makes sense, okay, at some point. So... Um, oh, you're finding that, Jake. So Russell Wilson is like, let me give it Here's a story, from Russell Wilson. Okay. Um, when the Br- Broncos drafted uh Brock Osweiler, he was Peyton Manning was the quarterback at the time. Mm-hmm. We lost in the Super Bowl. We lost the Super Bowl, okay, to the Seahawks. Okay. Russell Wilson was the quarterback.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: They really liked Russell Wilson when he was coming out of college. They drafted Brock Osweiler, who was friends with John Elway's son, instead of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson goes on to beat them in a Super Bowl. Okay.
1: Sounds like he's pretty good then. He okay. Is.
3: Okay. We're fast forwarding now to uh, you know the uh, all these years later, Seattle last year, not this season, but as of recent as last year, they were twelve and four. Great. Mm-hmm. All he's done there is one, but like their brand, and their act has grown a little stale. Sierra's. a was, is, was, more was, a big star. He wants a fresh start. Maybe the limelight again. Okay? Okay. He's a little bit interesting of a guy. He's a little bit of a sh- look at me, kind of show me, kind of. He's He doesn't like that Patrick Mahomes and everyone else is being talked about as a superstar. Because he's like, well, I want a Super Bowl too. But he's like an afterthought now. A little okay. bit. Kind of like Sierra. You got to be unlimited. This is him. You, know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you. You know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go. You got to be unlimited. Tell them I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like,
4: who brings your motivation, Russell?
3: Mr. Unlimited. That's Mr. Unlimited is Russell Wilson. <laughs> Self-called okay. Mr. Unlimited. So that's him. Okay. You know, okay. he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad looking guy. He's okay. But it's like, like that people are referring to like that as. Cringe. Like they don't (laughs) they don't get it. He's not, you know, it's like he's not like a man of the people. He's like he can't relate. He tried too hard. A little bit. Yeah, a
1: little bit. Right?
3: (laughs) Those are some of the knocks on him. But also people are crushing Aaron Rodgers because he lied about being vaccinated and he's saying. Yeah. Well, he said he was Immunized (laughs) He didn't say I got the COVID vaccine He He led people down You know And then he said Some interesting things About The COVID And science And things like that
1: Okay Okay
3: So he he 38 (laughs) He's 38 years old Aaron Rodgers Russell Wilson's 33 years old Okay Theoretically Aaron Rodgers Gives you Or uh, Russell Wilson Gives you Four or five More years Of really Top notch football Aaron Rodgers Is an old man He's great right now. He's the MVP of the league. Mm -hmm. And but, you know, next year might be the beginning of the end for his.
1: I think he's still got so much energy left in him, but that's just my opinion. He does. I mean,
3: listen, Tom Brady's 45 years old. Okay, so that's it. You know, when it comes to those two guys, everybody wants we'd be thrilled. The Broncos will go to a Super Bowl next year or the next couple of years. With, with one of those guys though. Okay. It's got to take I'm
1: okay of, with this. It's got to take <laughs> Russell
3: Wilson or Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> you know right? So, all right, let's go to break. We'll come back and pick these wild card games. So, I I, I kind of it's interesting that you like you don't know much about Russell Wilson, okay? No, but I do not. do you like Aaron Rodgers the yes. most? Why wouldn't you? He's the MVP
1: I got a root for him. My dad's from Wisconsin, so okay. obviously I got to I gotta shout him out.
3: Well, <laughs> I'd love to have either, and if I could have either one, I'd probably pick Aaron Rodgers, to be honest with you, even though I know how much younger that Russell Wilson is. Got to mention Fandle. Referring a friend on Fandle Sportsbook could be your ticket to Super Bowl 56. Okay. When you refer a friend on the Fandle Sportsbook, you'll be entered for a chance to win an all-expense-paid trip to Super Bowl 56 for two. It's Fandle's biggest refer-a-friend offer ever. Uh, there's an exclusive referral link at the bottom of your app, and you'll see it. You've clicked on it probably on accident a bunch of times before. Um, there's a link. When you send that link out to your friend and they sign up using your link, you get $50 for one. They get $50. Um, and once you're... Uh, Friend places a bet of ten dollars or more you will both get entered in the Super Bowl sweepstakes. Okay, so if you're thinking about FanDuel joining FanDuel now is the perfect time. Find somebody who has it so they get 50 and you get 50. That's awesome. If you're new to FanDuel, uh, if you're new to FanDuel, you can sign up with promo code MHS get your first bet risk free up to $1,000. Make every moment more of this NBA season with promo code MHS. See for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. Uh just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app refer a friend for your chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 42 21 and older present in Colorado. Referred players must wager $10 within 28 days after sign-up. Bonus issued as site credit and non-withdrawable after seven days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. No purchase necessary for the Super Bowl ticket promotion. Super Bowl promotion closes on one 9 What's today? That's not right. Uh, gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. You with me?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay.
3: Let's go to break, come back, and we will um, go over these wild card games.
1: Sounds good. Does that work? Yeah. Are you ready? I, I am don't be, ready. Don't be
3: nervous, okay? You've I been am a, nervous, but I'm ready. You've been a star <laughs> picker this season. Don't be nervous. Um, you've actually been better than all the hosts on the show except for Jake and I we've all been tied you or the three of us are tied for first place.
1: We've been pretty good.
3: So. Yeah. All right, Danny Williams and Jake Meyer along with Natasha from Hooters, Aurora back on the other side Miley Sports. One, two, three. Back in final segment of the show, Natasha from Hooters Aurora is here. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me.
3: Of course we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to start to pick some of these wild card games. And I kind of told her, um, you know, this is the, it's not tough or the hardest, not hard, but this is the toughest and hardest weekend of picking football games. For what we're doing, because there's just the most games to pick. So there's the Raiders at the Bengals. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's Patriots at the Bills. There's the Eagles at the Buccaneers. There's the 49ers at the Cowboys. There's the Steelers at the Chiefs. And then on Monday night are the Cardinals at the Rams. Okay, there's six good games. They Mm say that, um, well, not they, I say, for one, like a recent wild card memory, the underdogs have been great yeah the underdogs have like kind of crushed and um a lot of these games a lot of these teams are kind of even super duper even i
1: agree that's why i'm struggling with just a couple of them okay well let's still be good (laughs) let's go
3: through a few of them right now okay it's gonna be me it's gonna be natasha it's gonna be jake and zach say hi to zach for us zach
4: Zach. say hi to (laughs) natasha
3: um Zach's, um, you know how I'm, I'm one of the biggest stars in Denver radio. Zach is one of the next big okay. stars in Denver radio. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. So, yeah. So <laughs> let's go with the Raiders at the Chargers. The number is five. I'm sorry, the Bangles. Raiders at the Bengals. The Bengals have to go co- the Chargers. The Raiders have to cover. Um, I'm sorry, the Bengals have to cover five and a half points. I'm gonna start with this one, and I'm gonna start. I think this is one of the easiest games. Of the week to pick. Really? I think the Bengals roll the Raiders. I think the Raiders are living a lie. I'm not sure how they did it. Fools gold. Bengals win. And I'm going to give you a a final score. Uh, Do you know what? We don't have to give final scores because it makes it too tough here. I'm just going to say the Bengals uh, cover the five and a half points. Jake, go. I'm with you. I think the Bengals dominate
4: this Raiders team. They shouldn't even be there. <laughs> um, I, I really don't think the Raiders deserve this shot. Dang! But hey, they they found a way to get it done, but they're going to get rolled by. You guys,
1: just have something the against Bengals. the Raiders. Yes, we're like, Raiders haters. We, we
3: are Raiders haters, but at this time, we think we're seeing it kind of clear. Zach, what do you think?
0: You know, I, I'm kind of on the other side of Uh-oh. this. Oh, it, it, I think the Bengals win. I'd probably take Bengals money line if I had to bet on it. But that number, I think that number. You take the out on the money. That five and a half, I'd, I'd probably stay away from. I think the Raiders are going to cover. I don't think they belong in the playoffs. I don't think they're that quality of team, but they do do a good job keeping games low scoring okay. and keeping them close with that defense. All you kind of have to do is... Just... has been playing out of this world for the past month or so, and the Bengals' offensive line is still a major concern. All
3: you have to do is like them a little bit because if you do, you're getting five and a half points in a game that you might think they might win outright anyways. What do you think?
1: Um. So I actually... Okay, I thought this one was like one of the more difficult games to pick between because I was like... Both these teams are not consistent. The Raiders are coming in on a, like, on a high,
3: emotional. Just,
1: that is true. That's why I was leaning towards the Raiders, but I will probably take the Bengals okay. to win.
3: Listen, if we if there's one, I'm, I usually tell you, don't let us talk you out of or into something. Mm-hmm. This is one where I would say Cincinnati's, I think, good. You know, but Dak could be, come back and I take an early it lead on us here. Okay, let's go early, though, so. to <laughs> the Patriots at the Bills. Okay. Uh, Jake, go
4: start uh, for this one for me here, please. The only reason the Patriots won one of those matchups is because there were 75 mile per hour wins and they didn't use Mac Jones at all. So I'm gonna go with the Bills here. They're at home. They won the division. Um, they won the second matchup against the Patriots. Uh, what's the spread on that? I'm sorry, four points.
3: Four points. Yeah, give me give me the Bills to cover. I would say, his you know, that if this was next season and you know Mac Jones had one more one year under his belt. That I would feel better about picking the Patriots, but I think Mac Jones gonna to have to, you know, three throw three touchdowns to stay in this game. I'm not saying they can't. I expect a big day from Josh Allen and the Bills, and I think the Bills win by four points. I agree. Okay. Uh, what about you, Zach?
0: It's tough, yeah. I think I've got the Bills covering okay. here too. Uh, I, I thought uh, Jake put it perfectly. I think so much of that Patriots win had to do with the weather conditions. I think the Bills are a better team. The one thing that scares me is Josh Allen is Mr. Inconsistent, and he's going to have a game at some point in these playoffs that eliminates the Bills and costs them their season. Uh, maybe it's this week, and that's what would scare me there.
3: Um, my phone died, Jake. I need you to help me through the rest of the games, and we got to knock these last few games out quick. All right, so
4: we got the Eagles at the Buccaneers, eight and a half point spread. Uh I'm gonna Let's take stop. the Eagles here. I, I like what? the eight Wait, and a half. Whoa. I love the eight oh. and a half. I think they could keep it close. I'm a little biased here. I love me some Jalen Hurts,
3: so I'm taking the Eagles and the points. Do you know Jake's what? wrong. Jake's wrong on this one. Give me Tampa Bay two. Um it's now that it's go time. Since the Eagles have had a great season, have had a good I've overachieved though to get to this point. This is big boy football now. If Tampa Bay wins here. What do you think, Natasha?
1: Um, I think the Buccaneers are gonna win. Me too. I think it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> so usually I would agree with Jake, but not this time. Okay. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, they didn't have some big number that scares me a bit. I like Jalen Hurts. I like the way the Eagles. I have like been Jalen played. Hurts too, but However, not that I, much. They're, they're getting, uh, uh I think their record's a little fluffed up. Me because too. Because they've gotten some a uh, poop division uh, fake, too easy opponents. And what do the Eagles want to do? Run the ball? What is maybe the Bucks' greatest strengths? Maybe even yeah. better than their offense led by Tom Brady? Their run defense. Their run defense is historically dominant. I think they'll okay. uh, uh, get rid of the one thing that the Eagles want to do.
3: Can we have like a minute and a half or less to get these last Rapid games? fire. That's rapid All fire. Right.
4: 49ers, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys favored minus three. I like the 49ers here to win outright. Me too. Upset
3: special. 49ers win outright.
1: I think, yeah, think going could go the
0: 49ers to cover the Cowboys. If there's one thing they love, it's choking in the playoffs.
3: Oh, listen, the Cowboys only uh, being taken by Natasha. I like that one a lot. We'll be eating poop if the Cowboys end up winning this game. Um, they've had a good season. They're a good team. Uh, I think we're riding the hot hand of the 49ers a little bit. Give me the next game.
4: Chiefs-Steelers, 12.5 point spread. Chiefs favored. That's a lot of points, and the Chiefs are known for not covering. Uh, give me the Steelers and the points.
3: Kansas City, bloodbath. Kansas Chiefs City, are going to win. Yes. <laughs> Chiefs roll, roll, roll.
0: 12 points is too much, especially with that Steelers defense Ooh. that is rolling right now. They're red hot. And uh, Jake put it perfectly. The Chiefs are a good team, but they do not cover. They're one of the worst against the spread teams in the sport. In uh, the Kings risk
3: rate last regular season. Playoffs, I different. I think people
1: just think highly of them, so they think they're going to.
3: Well, I don't know. That could be. But the Chiefs also are a. It's probably still the best team in the AFC despite all this stuff. Last game. Final
4: game, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the LA Rams in LA. Rams favored minus four. I like the Rams here to win by a touchdown. Uh, Cardinals,
3: they'll keep it close, but the Rams cover. I can't back off the Rams. I've been on them since day one. I've got the Rams to win. And cover. Rams are going to win. Yes. 100%. Zach. The
0: Zach Segers irresponsible lock of the week <laughs>
3: uh, Rams are going to uh, blow the Cardinals. Is it your lock of the, of the week? Water. Okay. I kind of uh, think I, that The too. Cardinals
0: are a bad team. They're ice cold down the stretch. Yeah. And the Cardinals are the opposite. They seem to be finding their legs with all the star talent. They've so, acquired.
3: Something um, about the Cardinals popcorn muscles or something. You know what I mean? Okay. That's the whole show. We're over a little bit. It's wings days at Hooters. Uh, go holler at Natasha. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Um That's it. Gotta shout out Fandle before we get out of here too. Uh, missing football on Thursdays. Well, you know, every Thursday now you can turn to a, a parlay. If you're watching some NBA on TNT, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. FanDuel's giving all customers $10 back. Every Thursday, just bet $10 or more on these same game parlays. It's easy money. It's a free bet, safe and secure. That's where they're America's number one sportsbook. They've been forever. We love them. If you hit, you'll get paid out in as little as a couple hours. Um, roll the dice. And if not, you get your $10 to do it again. Uh, if you're new, sign up. Promo code MHS. First bet up to $1,000 risk for you cannot pass that up use our promo code mhs exclusively on the fandle sportsbook app 21 older present in colorado bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days max bonus ten dollars restrictions apply see full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com gambling problem code 1-800-522-4700 natasha thanks Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll see you next week, okay? Of course. All right, go holler at her. Uh, and all the Hooters girls at all the Hooters locations. Jake, good job. Zach Secrets, good job as well. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Anilo's next. Good night, Sheila. Good night.
0: Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye,
4: Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll
0: never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. Alright, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, t- see you,
2: Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Go oh, the big face rolling.